In an out of control runaway world, one man walks a lonely path down the dusty prairies of tomorrow. His destination, a future for mankind that doesn't suck. The poncho that keeps him warm, a vision of world peace given to humanity by the Creator. The trusty six gun at his side, a piercing understanding of how shit in this life actually works. And that soggy cigar butt clenched between his teeth, that blunt of truth will blow your fucking mind. All right, hi everyone. I'm International Sherrick. It's uh, March 19th, 2021. We are recording live from the new world. And uh, things are going to be a little bit different today. We actually have a, a guest. And uh, that guest is Shana. Shana, are you there? I am here. <laughs> oh, that's good. You sound very clear. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> what an experience. Yeah. Yeah, so far, all the tech, it's been kind of a, a nightmare getting all the tech squared away, right? I definitely, definitely. Not my forte either. <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't even think about it. We just said, all right, well, yeah, you'll come on. and But then we have to do it a whole different way because we actually have to record you too. So the way I've been <laughs> doing things doesn't work. Yeah, the things you don't think about. Exactly. And nothing's mm -hmm. ever simple. Never. So anyway, um, I wanted to have you on because I thought this would be an opportunity to talk about uh, like what we're doing with the show and bring in your perspective, like how you're seeing it, how you're experiencing it. And then also like uh, uh, asking me questions, why I'm doing this, why I'm doing that, and, um, because I think it, it's going to be uh, useful to people who are interested in the show, uh, but might not know what the fuck is going on. Like, what's all these characters? What is he even doing? <laughs> so, um, well, that's so, great. Yeah. So this might be something that people can listen to, to kind of get oriented around the show. You said Ori International. You hear that? You said Ori, Ori, Ori. You said, you didn't say oriented. That's a real word. You said oriented. And I'd rather, when Shane is left for the first time, I'd rather you acknowledge Michael the microphone. Please, International, you should really know who's important here. I'm not saying Ori isn't important. I'm not saying that. But, okay, it's not important when it comes to Shane. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Anyway, go ahead, International. International, stop interrupting. Just go ahead. <laughs> it's quite an experience to be here with you as you're sort of creating this. I mean, maybe this is how it can start. Like, how the heck did all this happen? But I have to say, as someone who listens to this podcast and really loves it, it's like I've entered the world, like I'm in it. It's almost like I'm a little nervous being here. And all of a sudden, these characters kind of explode. I know. <laughs> I'm, I was, I'm I was... like, Mike, the mic, you're too close. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I've, I've really been so fond of you from afar. But now, my goodness, you're here. It's like, Please, no. don't stop. Keep going. God, this is great. <laughs> I love this. Who is this Shada person in international? I like her already. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it really is. It's like, what do they say? It's like the third wall has been broken and I'm like in the creation. It's almost like, ooh, it's very intimate. Does it feel intimate to you creating these characters and having them show up like this? Yeah, it's extremely so. 
I wasn't sure if they would talk to you or not. I, I wasn't sure. You know, they kind of have a will of their own. Wow. Of course I'm going to speak to our international. Come on. You're pretending like it's, I'm, it's my show, International. How many times have I told you that? You just don't have to let anyone else know. You can think it's your show. That's fine with me. But we really know. Everyone really knows what's going on. So sometimes it's hard. Like, you know, I can just feel the characters wanting to talk. And I kind of have to ignore them. If I like want to get anything done, I just have to ignore them. <laughs> yeah. What is that experience like? Because you're saying that they have a will of their own. But what is that experience like as a artist? Like annoying. Annoying. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything beyond annoying? Speaking of annoying, Shana. Ah. What's that? <laughs> That's a familiar sound. What is it? It's the annoyance buzzer. Right. Which That's, which I use when I get annoyed with you. Exactly. Because we've, have- we've done a lot of podcasts together. None of them have aired, right? Because we've just done a lot of experimenting. So Right. Yeah. We're kind of used to talking to each other. Now you have an, a new character to get annoyed with. Or do you get annoyed with your character? I mean, you just said you did. I'm getting the message that we can't hear the... the, the, the Oh, annoyance the annoyance buzzer, buzzer is not. Can you being... hear? Let me see. Can you hear? Can it's you hear? Faint. It? It's faint. It's but faint, but I can hear it. Yeah. All right, and I might up. be hearing it louder because I'm so familiar with it. How's that? <laughs> That's... That's right in your face now. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, no. I gotta lift it up. I gotta put it right to the mic. It sucks. Because you know. All right, but anyway. Um, so yeah, back to the to the characters I was saying, it's kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Is the experience, is there more than annoying? Like, does it ever feel like what, what is the experience of those characters sort of like pouring like you're. Well, I like it you. too. I like it. I like it too. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I should say that side because it's really like, uh, I, I feel like I'm not alone because I can come. I it's when I first started doing this, when you stopped doing morning edition and I had to step in, <gasps> I just felt all alone. So, um, I kind of built ways to not be alone in it is what I did. Uh, we have core chat where I chat with the uh, the women from the core. And then I talk to the listener. So I'm connecting with the listener. And then I have the characters. So I don't feel very alone. Sometimes I can feel alone going into it when I'm starting. But uh, that's always the hardest is right before I began. But once once I dive in, it's like, you know how, how you jump into a swimming pool? Like, oh, God, I don't want to do it. It's going to be mm-hmm. cold. And you jump in and that initial like, oh, it's so fucking cold. And then, But two seconds later, you're like, oh, it's not so bad. That's kind of like the way it is. Yeah. So do you feel like you, that's where the creative process began is like you were stripped bare? Like suddenly we weren't doing podcasts together and you were alone and you felt that aloneness. And that's where like the need for core chat and all these elements you have came in they just were born out of that aloneness um they were i I guess more kind of born out of my need like what do i need to feel to feel okay i guess you could say born out of the aloneness but yeah i mean yes Mm -hmm. so what kind of came first between what the chicken came first not the egg (laughs) I, I put the cart before the horse. So core chat kind of came first. No, I mean, 
I don't remember actually, but I was kind of, I, I had to start doing the, the morning edition and I was doing it, and then uh, I was feeling like this is kind of like an opportunity for me to start experimenting with doing something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And what would that different look like? Well, we have an audience every day because we have morning edition, right? The people call in and listen. So I have an automatic audience every morning, which to me was super valuable. Wow, people listening. And it, it also was accountability, at 7.30 a.m., I have to start speaking. That's something that you were doing. So when you stopped doing it, then I had to start doing it. And right. and even though I hated it, I was pissed that you weren't doing it, mad at you, I, I appreciated the accountability. It was, uh, um, I saw the value in that, the accountability and the audience. Those two things were super valuable to me. Um, so it kept me, kept me showing up. And I thought, well, this audience, I really, I like, audience is very important to me because I can feel that it just creates that environment of this is, this is a live thing. It's happening. It's not just me talking alone into the, into the ether. And so I really like that audience, that feedback loop, even though I wasn't interacting with them, they were there. So I knew that as I was talking, I was being heard, um, and so then we, we realized that we needed to kind of um, shift away from using that morning edition space and move into something else so that I could be freer to experiment and try new things and really see where this wanted to go. Um, and, uh, and that's when I think we started doing the core chat because uh, core chat kind of became the audience. So uh, core chat is essentially the audience that I have when I'm doing the show. Right. And like core chat, I mean, you talk about it as the audience, like, you know, I constantly find myself like, what is core chat saying? And you will bring some of what they actually say into the space, but they're sort of, you're getting more of a call. You're getting more of a response loop. What's that like? Like while you're recording the show, what's that like to have that? Uh, I like it. I don't always remember. I don't always think of them. And then I'm like, oh yeah, core chat. But they're like chatting away. You know, they're con- they're constantly conversing among themselves while I'm doing the show. So I can glance down and see what's going on with them. And they're, 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 they think something's funny and they're, they're, they're documenting the things that I'm saying because it's, it's all, I'm just making everything up in the moment. And so if I say something that's funny, they'll put it down and document it. Um, And then after the show, we do we do a recap and uh, they use the the chat as reference. And we remember I don't after the show, I don't remember anything. I really don't remember anything that I say. So when they go through, oh, this was funny. This was funny. We kind of document everything that I said. That's that's kind of like when I get to experience the show and I'm laughing. I'm like, oh, my God. I can't believe I said that. So that's that's fun for me. But I really, I honestly don't, just really don't remember anything that I say. Yeah, and is that because, like, as you're in the show, like, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of wild. Like, do you feel overtaken by these characters? Like, do you, like, you forget that Core Chat's there because you're just so in this experience? Like, what's that creative process experience like for you? An out-of-body experience? <laughs> 
No, it's not an out of body experience. It's just kind of like a, like a, like a nagging. Like I, I, the, the Reggie, the our wiener dog. I, I said this the other day. He comes up and pokes you with his nose because he's way down at the floor, and so he has to get your attention somehow. And he doesn't have hands. He can't tap you with his index finger. So he pokes you with his nose. Mm. When he wants to go outside or get through a door, he'll scratch. But when he wants to get your attention, he comes up and pokes with the nose. So it kind of feels like that poking, like want, they're wanting the characters want to talk. Right. And, and the first time, do you remember the first time that, that device, like that a character showed up? Cause when you were first recording the show, were there always characters or that sort of came in and how did that happen? No, there weren't characters in the beginning at all. Mm-hmm. And then, um, uh, I kind of, one day I, I, um, banged into the microphone and, uh, and in core chat, um, uh, Grace made a joke about you bang the microphone. Ha ha ha. <laughs> you know, like had sex with the microphone banged, that kind of right. banged. And then that, uh, I just, then I just, I, the, the microphone reacted International, I remember that day so well. It's just so incredible. It's when I came to life. Slave wife brought me to life, International. That's why I'm eternally indebted to that amazing, amazing goddess that she is. God, it's so it's so amazing to hear you like do the character right here. Um, what was that experience like for you? Like, There's a real connection between Slave Wife and Mike the Mike. Mm-hmm. Mike the Mike really likes Slave Wife a lot. Yeah, there it's like his um, what is he interesting. called? His best friend or soulmate sister? A soulmate sister. Yeah, but it's wild to think she helped him come into existence. Yeah, that's probably part of why he really likes her. And then there's the uh, the feminine connection. Mm-hmm. He represents the feminine side of, uh, of me. And so each character is kind of like just a part of me because that's, that's how this is in, in, in um, in acting class. Uh, I learned that the best way to create characters, um, is to, cause I, I really had an amazing acting teacher. His name was John Len. He was, he was just incredible, brilliant guy. Um, I became friends with him too. Um, but, uh, he, um, like he would say, well, you, you, you might have to play. And he was a great actor too. Um, and a great director as well. But he would say like, oh, well, you might have to play a murderer. Well, what do you do if you're not a murderer? Hmm. How do you play that character? And then he would say, well, there's a part in you that when you see the cockroach, you want to kill it, step on it. So that's the part you use. So as a, as a performer, as an actor, you really have to, um, you, you can only use you. And so if I took that part, this is not a good example for me because I don't have the impulse to kill a cockroach like that, but let's just say that I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm the actor. <laughs> So you, uh, uh, although it makes me think of the cockroaches at college, 
<laughs> I'm like, really? You've never they wanted to kill a cockroach? They wouldn't die. These things were fucking unbelievable. <laughs> like, honestly, you would step on them and you would grind your foot. Oh, and you'd take your foot up and it would run away. Now, that's a kind of... I don't know what it was about cockroaches they, in Cambridge. You grew up in Cambridge. I did grow up in Cambridge. They had them in New York City, too. Like, my cousin lived on the Bowery. Um, and when I was a little kid, I'd go there and they had those indestructible cockroaches. Super as well. breed. <laughs> and my Disgusting. roommates were, uh, were freebasing at the time. So they had these <laughs> torches that they would use for the freebasing. So I would even try, I would even hit the cockroach with the freebasing ba- free torch. It was indestructible. <laughs> oh my God. So anyway, but, but so John Len would say, um, uh, that you use use that part of you that that so so you take that little piece like like let's say that's only one percent of of who you are and you blow that up to ninety percent and that's what creates a character so you only have you to create from hmm. as an actor you can only create from you and that's kind of true too with everything else right as an artist. You're all, you can only draw from your own your, your experience. But what's interesting about acting is that you're really drawing from you. Like in acting, they say your instrument. My instrument, this really means your body. Mm-hmm. It's you. You're the instrument. If I play the flute, which I did, and I was traumatized by it because everyone said, that's a girl's instrument. But yeah. That's a whole I don't other know how story. I, I'm curious about that story. I don't know why. <laughs> Who picked the flute for me? A traumatizing <laughs> instrument. It's it could, anyway. That's a whole other story. But um, so uh, they say your body is your instrument because that's what you that's what you create from, um, and uh, that's different than other artists because you're using you to create uh, in, in in other f- forms of creation. You, you're drawing on your experience for sure, which is a part of who you are. But when you're talking about acting, you're using you. And what's so interesting about the podcast is each of these characters is is just a different aspect of me. I just using me to create the characters. And at one point, this was really wild. It became apparent to me that this the the show, the way I'm doing things, is it's a it's a reflection of how the divine does it because the divine only creates out of the divine. This creation that we're in is the divine using the divine to create. And the way that, that, that this whole podcast evolved, it's me using me to create. So at some point I became aware like, wow, this is me being just like the divine and that's, that's in the Bible where it says we are created in the image and the likeness of God. That's what image and likeness means. It doesn't mean that God has a nose and a mouth and two eyes. It means that we have the same powers that God has. We have the powers of a God as human beings. It's funny how we want to play God, but we don't want to recognize that we have the powers of a God because those godly powers that w- that were given by the divine are are they are they are godly powers but they're also s- a certain kind of godly power 
that we're given. We're not given, <laughs> we're not given the kind of godly power that we, that we covet. Um, but we are given that, that power to create. And that's what each of us is doing is creating, creating our world that we live in out of us. So that's what you're doing right now. You're doing in your life right now, what I do on the podcast. That's so wild. I'm checking think- with, I'm checking with court chat. If they, like, <laughs> if they like, if they like what we're doing, but anyway, we're not bringing them in. <laughs> Is it powerful? You get to make those decisions. <laughs> Which bringing decisions? Them bringing them in or not? No, not really. But I like to see what they uh, what they think. They like it. So, all right. Anyway, well, you were asking a question. Go ahead. I was just saying that's so amazing what you're saying is that, and I think that's what for me, like, I love about the show is I really feel like God, you're doing. It so resonates like on a personal level, like, oh my God, like, this is so amazing what he's doing. Like, I want to do this in my life or seeing where I am doing this in my life and you bringing that in, like really talking to your audience and showing them like what you're doing is everybody's doing and this is how you do it. And I even love, you know, those parts in the show when you kind of break down what you're doing right now, like the, that, um, creative process, like showing us how we're all in that, how we can all be in that level of like creativity and connection. Like when you realize that about that, you were doing the same thing that the divine, was that just, did you like disappear for a moment? (laughs) You became enlightened for a moment. (laughs) It was wild. It was wild. It's it's definitely one of those, those like aha moments, Uh like a, like a twist in a movie where you go, whoa, it's kind of like uh, you come around, a, you're driving, you come around a bend and there's the Grand Canyon. Whoa. That's that, it's that same sort of feeling. You get, you get this amazing view, like in an instant boom. And so, yeah, it was wild because, uh, because I, I'm just kind of following the unfolding. So I don't know why it's all happening, but there's, but I know there's a purpose behind it. It's not arbitrary but this is the process of following the magical thread and you can always be certain that when you follow the magical thread it's going to lead somewhere incredible and it's all going to make sense it's that experience that you really want to have when you're writing Mm. if you're writing a movie it's that experience that you want to have like um, uh, maybe like uh, two-thirds maybe a little more of the way through suddenly you realize why you did what you did in the beginning. In the beginning, you just make some choices. You're just kind of following instincts. You don't even know why you're doing something. And then by the end of the script, it all comes together. And you realize, oh my God, that's why I made that choice for the character in the beginning. Because it had to be that way in order for this end to happen. And that's the surprise. It's the element of surprise. This is why I say to writers, if you're not surprised, neither is your audience. So that element of surprise, it's so much a part of the creative process, but it requires the trust. You have to trust the instinct. You have to trust the intuition and go down the path, even if it doesn't make sense. So when you had that realization, you realized that about the show kind of like in its totality, like, oh my God, these characters are just parts of me and I'm doing what the divine does. Do you feel like you realize that like on a daily basis inside each show? 
like, oh, this is why I'm did what I did. You know, even listening to yesterday, all of a sudden you're like, oh, you're talking about the horse named Trouble. And then, you know, this piece of information comes in and then it leads you to this book. And, you know, like, are you having that that kind of realization in every show? Yeah, well, I'm watching all the pieces come together. Mm-hmm. Right. It just they they unfold and there's so much purpose behind them. And it's just it's kind of, it just kind of unfolds uh, in front of my eyes. So even like, yeah, the ho- horse uh, called trouble that, uh, that was that that's the name that came in for uh, Boone's horse trouble. Uh, it just kind of, it kind of came in. So because it comes in, I go, okay, his horse is named trouble. Then I go, why is it named trouble? Because mm, <laughs> I so know, fun. I know there's a reason there <laughs> somewhere because I didn't make it up. It, it came in, it was, it was supplied. So there's some greater intelligence that supplied it. Why did they supply it? And then when I'm, when I'm going to the internet to like, look it up, all right, well, let's see, this is what we did yesterday. Um, uh, when I'm going to look it up, I'm, I'm expecting to find something, mm. something that's going to really surprise me. Uh, and so in that, in that sense, uh, like that, that is, that's, that's being in the creative process, expecting to be surprised and surprised in a pleasing way where you, you're definitely, you feel like you're, you're in partnership with the, uh, with that, whatever, whatever force is collaborating with you around the creativity. Um, and this can be true in life too. I mean, this, it is true. This is the way, uh, the way we, uh, we have the opportunity to live. And so, but it's as much a lesson for me as it is anyone else. Cause I look at this, okay, how is it, how's it unfolding in the show? Okay. That, that, that translates to life where we can follow the magical thread and expect to be surprised in a pleasing way. Yes. I mean, it's really wild because what you're describing is like, you're, I mean, I'm having the experience right now. I'm in your art, but I'm also just observing your art. But like, you're really in that, like the art's being created through you, but you're, you're the creator of the art and the art itself. It's like, that's really. And that's the way the divine, yeah. The divine, it creates with, with, uh, the, with the divine. Mm. And so as an artist, we create with, we create with us. That's what, that's what we create with. Yes. And when I talk about, when I talk about the experience of being human through the lens of a movie, I'm kind of saying the same thing, right? Cause I'm saying that we're the, we're the writer and the actor. Mm. So we're, we're co-writing the story with the divine while we're the actor and we're writing it as we're acting it. It's everything's happening now. It's in now, 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 now we're writing and acting and experiencing. Um, and so, yeah, that when you, when you, when you start to cultivate that perspective, it gets pretty wild. Like, wow, I'm in the art right now. I'm in that divine creation, the divine art right now, and I'm guiding it and I'm experiencing it at the same time. Almost like, you know, a roller coaster that you can control. I want it to go here. I want it to go there. I was just going to say, does it feel like you're on a roller coaster ride? <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's very similar to like uh, the like where technology is going. 
a simulation mm. where you put on the goggles and the headphones and that now you can control the world. That is a version of what I'm talking about. But that version over there, that yeah, that's uh, the goggles and the uh, and the and the headphones, um, that that is taking you further away from the truth, because that takes you down the path of fabrication. Really, it puts you into a world that was made up by somebody. Versus, this is kind of what I'm talking about: is going into the simulation that that really is a is a is a product of of absolute truth so when you learn how to uh, relate to this to to the to the simulation that we're actually in you're going towards the truth when you relate to the to the to the headphones and goggles you're going further away from the truth but they're but they're parallel and and they they actually represent the two parallel narratives that are unfolding now the unconscious narrative that t- is taking us further from the truth and more into the lie and the conscious narrative that's taking us uh, towards the truth, towards the absolute truth of our existence. Um, so so it's bo- there, there are two simulations. One is a simulation of falsehood and one's a simulation of truth. So then how is this like show you're creating? Like how would you bring that back? You know, that what you're talking about right now, how is what you're doing, the simulation of, of truth or, or conscious expression? Well, it, it's, it's making me aware of, of what's happening, what we are doing as human beings, because mm. we're doing it, whether we know we're doing it or not, it's just happening. And what the, what the, the, the process of experiencing the show and understanding the show, it brings in that conscious awareness of how we're creating every moment, every moment as human beings. We're, we're directing the simulation and we're in the simulation. Right. And so like when you're, that's what's happening, like even in, in each moment for you, like when the characters come, that's you kind of in a more conscious creation process. It's the, it's the, it's the, yeah. The, when the characters come, when the events happen, it's everything. Mm-hmm. It's not just when the characters come. It's the, it's the experience in the entirety. Like that horse, the horse's name is trouble. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, Mike, the Mike thinking, oh, Boone, maybe Boone Rider's having sex with this horse because right. I mean, and then that ties back into the critter, the critters looking at him uh, like, you know, kind of lustily when he's out on the range. Right. And so these things just start to develop and they, they come into existence and they, um, and they, they, they just evolve organically. And that's because I'm listening. I'm listening to the, uh, what's, what's coming to me. And then I'm bringing it into existence. I'm hearing and then I'm enacting hearing and enacting. And that communication that's all like a, a, um, you could call it intuitive communication. It's really more inspiration because that's part of the creative process is the inspiration that you, you, you receive the inspiration and then you create, receive the inspiration and create in life. It's more, 
you hear the intuition and you act, you hear the intuition and then you act, but it's the same thing. It's just kind of like a different version of the same thing. And do you feel like it's some of that too comes out of like, like, what are your, like, cause I listened to the show even yesterday and it's like, oh my gosh, like Mike, the Mike, he's just become this incredible character. And, um, even these moments, like you get that, find that book and you're reading like the description of the book and he interrupts you like, I want to read it or I'm going to read it. And do you feel like you have that? And then I just start to really enjoy like the relationship that you're having to these characters, the relationship I'm, I'm having to these characters. And do you feel that like that you're developing relationships to characters over time? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh What's that process like? Like of that coming into it, like, is, and it, does that, does that inform that like creative process of like what kind of inspiration comes in? Because you're, it's almost like your connection to each of these characters is bringing that in. Cause I feel a lot of like love for each of these characters as they're, as they're evolving. Um, can you state the question again, please? Well, like what do you feel like you've developed more intimate relationships with each of these characters as over time. Uh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I hear people say when they're telling me about their experience of the podcast, they say that they're really moved by the characters and, yeah. uh, yes, they feel, they feel very real to me. The characters feel very real and that, that's the way it should be. Um, it's the same thing. Like if you're, if you're doing, if you're making a movie or writing a book, you want the characters to, to feel real to people and they feel, they feel very real to me. It's like, I have a relationship like right now, Mike, the Mike is wanting to say something. I can feel the, the, the wiener dog nose, mm. you know, touching my, uh, my calf. That's amazing. So, but he's the most vocal as you can see, right. Out of all the characters that have come into existence, he's the most vocal the most vocal international. Why just tell her what you don't like? You don't like what she's doing. Just tell her, God, you're not like, you're not saying anything. Okay. Just tell her, well, tell her how you're feeling international. She'll get really boring when you don't say what's going on. You're pretending like something, nothing's happening and something's going on international. She's open your mouth already. God. It's so incredible. So that's, that's what he that's what he wants to say right now. And it's so amazing because he's he's helping you to draw out a part of you. Yes, he's holding me accountable. That's amazing. Because that's part of what uh, what to me is liberating about doing the show is it's it's everything is just tra- everything that that happens is just all part of the show. It's not like, oh, there's the show and then there's not the show. So like what's happening right now is is I'm feeling like uh, I'm feeling certain things and I'm not talking about them because mm. we're doing a show. We're doing a, uh, there's a, the, I'm, I'm feeling like there's a way that we're supposed to be doing this mm. versus just letting go of that and allowing the whole thing to happen. This is so much better already. <laughs> Jesus, I'm waking up. I was just snoozing over there. Cause, oh, so boring. So that's a kind of, that's what, that's what he's wanting me to do is to, is to be honest and truthful. Mm. And so that's, he's holding me accountable. And that's a, that's a part of me that knows what I need to do. 
communicating to me. Right, through a character in the show. Through a character in the show. Yeah, which is so incredible because as a listener, I'm like, that's so powerful. Like, and that's, and the idea like, oh, I could create that, like a little, a little voice that isn't my own, that gives me the freedom to express what I don't necessarily express all the time. Like that's what's happening right now. Yeah. We can be connected to all these parts of ourself. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because I like, if I think about, okay, where is that coming from? Is it just, is it just me? It doesn't feel like it's just me. It feels like it's an aspect of me, but it, it also feels like there's a there there's some like uh, divine creativity filling the sails, so it almost feels like a combination of the two, like an aspect of me that's informed by the divine. Right, and almost like it's the which would be in some ways like the audience too. Like you're getting a sense. Well, of like well I the think big... what I think what what we're looking at right now is. All right. So I, I'm doing this. Like, how is this useful to people? Mm. Somehow it has to be useful to people listening to the show. And I Mm. hear like, you know, people tell me that it's really helping with their own creativity because they, they feel emboldened and it's uh, uh, giving them more confidence to be creative in their life and in their art. So that seems, that seems really important to me that, Ultimately, it's about like, you know, that being inspired to be creative Mm -hmm. and every human being is creative. Every human being is a creator. That's what I say. Uh, That's what I talk about. Um, uh, And so uh, but Mike is wanting me to 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 talk about what I'm feeling, which is that uh, um, I'm kind of wanting to hear more like how you're affected by the show and. he probably wants to hear that too. Thank you very much. Listen, I like this shade of character, but you know, she needs to get a little more honest. So just tell her, say what she really means. Okay. Say what you say, what you really mean. Um, well, I love the show. Like, and even like Mike to Mike, I love your character. I love how you, it's fun to kind of talk. Why do you talk directly? <laughs> to, like say. talking. You don't even know. You, should you talk to me? Should you not? <laughs> Ari, what do you think of Shada? I, I like Shada, but just, just talk to me, Shada. What am I going to bite your head off? God. Potentially. <laughs> Please. You um, scaredy cat. Just talk to me. Yeah. I love your character, Mike. I love how um, you interrupt international. I love how you... Um, You've taken on this. this is, okay, close. Let's just be quiet for a second. This is so much better already. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so much better. You know why? Because we're focusing on men, not on international. International's boring. <laughs> I don't know why everyone's international this, international that. Okay, so go ahead, Shana. It's just, you know, you even have this, like, it's almost like Mr. Bossy Pants, but, like, it feels so good. Like, you just kind of direct people and tell them what to do. And I feel like it allows the, us part of me to come out. Like, oh, this is so great. I can talk directly to you and um, feel very taken care of by you. And it reminds me of, like, watching Sesame Street as a kid and seeing those little kids inter- interact with the puppets and the puppets kind of like really helping them um through like difficult moments and that's so much what the show was about like helping except shane i 
I hate kids. It's the only difference. Otherwise, it's exactly the same. I can't stand. I'm like WC Fields. Do you, really, you really hate kids? Yes. But I'm kind of an eternal child. Maybe that's why we don't get along. I don't know. It could be. Oh, wait. Like, we're not getting. This is us not getting along. I don't. All right. I getting along or not. Um. I don't know yet, Mike. I'm just kind of, you know, watching and witnessing. All right. Okay. Anyway, what's your favorite color, Shayna? <laughs> blue. Blue is a love. I love blue. It's the color of the sky. <laughs> and the ocean. And it's true. It's hard to tell when you're getting along with people and when you're not. Who do you really get along with? Well, I really don't get along with many people at all. <laughs> Do you listen to the show or not? I, I like do. Mr. Coffee. And why do you like Mr. Coffee? Yeah, what's not what's not to like? <laughs> what makes you like Mr. Coffee? Um, all right, we're coming out of that now. <laughs> what was that like talking to Mike the Mike? It was amazing. It was such an incredible experience. Because most of the time I just hear him talking to you or him being expressed and I right. felt like what a experience. Like it really felt like it allowed me to, I don't know, let go. Yeah. Cause he's, uh, he's wanting you to be like more present with what's actually going on for you. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of like what the, that's kind of like what the space demands of me is that I'm really truthful about what's going on. Yeah. And it's incredible that like these, you know, call them devices are just these characters like help you with that. Like they show up for you to help bring that out. They do. And, and when, uh, when they're talking, I, you know, I, I really have nothing to say. I'm, if you listen, I'm just like, uh, huh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, there's no, there's nothing for me to do. Right. And they, uh, they become the focus of, of everything. I don't have any, I didn't run a stopwatch. I don't know what time, how long this has been. The whole I was just mess. thinking, I wonder when this is going to end. Yeah. You were just thinking that. You see that? Well, because I was It's thinking almost like, an hour. What? Is that true? 15 minutes short of an hour. Which is not that is hour. not almost an hour. It's not really. <laughs> <laughs> that's about so but you see we're, we're right at time yeah i was feeling that well, it's um, been an amazing experience to be here and even that experience of being told like be more present and just so, like it's so much compassion like i feel that from the show like i just feel so much compassion i feel like um i've said this to you before not on the show but like i just feel like the show kind of saves my life a lot you know like i'll just be in the throes of it and the minute that opener comes on, I'm like, okay, I've arrived. Like I'm in this environment of truth and I'm going to get perspective and I'm going to laugh. And it's just like, a, you know, to be able to kind of rely on that, like, here we go. Um, so I feel that today too. Like I got to have this like live experience of that. It's really meaningful. And yeah, amazing. that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I'm affected by it a lot. Well, that's great. Well, I really appreciate your communication. And uh, I'm glad you could join me today to talk about the show. That's awesome. Thanks for having me. All right. And uh, until next time, everyone. See you soon. Bye. Bye.